Hello and welcome to Business Line Podcasts. I'm Chitra Narayanan, hosting the 11th episode of On the Business Pitch at IPL. In this episode, we explore once again the fascinating subject of auctions. When Chennai Super Kings bid 6.75 crore rupees for Piyush Chawla, it surprised everyone. Why another spinner for this prize? And now with CSK languishing at the bottom of the table, one wonders, are franchises approaching auctions correctly? Joining me today to discuss this is columnist and cricket buff TCA Srinivasa Raghavan. Hi TCA, welcome to Business Line podcast. Hi Chitra, always a pleasure to talk to you, especially for Business Line. And especially when the topic is as exciting as IPL and this time it's on auctions. So let's dive into it. What do you think is the purpose of auctions really work? Well, the purpose of auctions is to maximize the amount of money that the seller will get. And it's what in economics is called the process of price discovery. So you may have something, you don't know what it's worth <clears throat> and what its value is. So when you auction it, you will discover both its worth and its value. And in that process, the seller maximizes his revenue. So that's the purpose of auctions, to get you the most amount of money by selling something that you possess. Do they work? Well, sometimes yes, sometimes no. It all depends on so many things, not least of which is the auction design itself. But that's a very complicated area. We won't get into that. Uh, but by and large, I would think that as far as revenue maximization is concerned, they can be said to work as long as the price that the seller receives is, say, around 20% of uh, what he thought he might get, more or less, even less. So suppose uh, you think you ought to get 100 bucks and you get 80. It's okay. It works because otherwise you were getting zero. That's that's the point. Zero. If we just sold it, went to one chap and said, "Listen, how much value are?" And you said, "How much will you buy this ring for?" And the guy says, "I'll give you ten bucks." Uh, so you know, you know what I mean. So <clears throat> uh, normally there is competition amongst sellers. In auctions, you have competition amongst buyers, and that's what makes the difference. Auctions are of many types. We typically associate auctions with art and uh, heritage items, etc. In sporting arena, auctions are quite different in the sense you're bidding like for a whole team. So how uh, your perspective on this? Really bidding for the whole team. You're bidding for players to make a team. And uh, a team typically uh, consists of different roles. And you bid for players who you think will fulfill those roles best. So you may want, in, in the case of IPL, for example, you may want a batsman who can also bowl. You may want a bowler who can also bat. You may want a wicketkeeper who can also bat and so on and so forth. So how do you optimize the combination of players who should constitute the team? by paying as little as possible for each player because you're buying and you're buying each player separately. You're not buying the whole team. So in this, uh, you know, many things can go wrong. Many things can go right. 
it's a toss-up, really. You, what happens is, you know, last time I think someone talked about it, isn't it? The winner's curse. And you may end up buying, uh, paying more than uh, you ought to have paid for a player. Uh, that happens more often than we imagine because typically the buyer would want to pay as little as possible and that's not always the case when there are different people competing to buy a particular player. So do options work in constituting the best possible combination or the best possible team? Personally, I don't think so. But you can ask the owners of the teams that win and the teams that lose. So the teams that wins will say, yes, it works. The teams that lose will say, ah, oh, well, you know, not quite. So I think that's about the size of it, really. So football also has seen uh, auctions and bids and stuff, but um, do you think it's more successful in uh, football versus, say, cricket? <laughs> cricket is a standalone, unique, you know, most splendid thing you can think of, and uh, it's not a team game. It's been played between two players. It's played between the batter and the bowler. The rest of the guys are support cast. You know, I have always thought that you can replace them with any Ranji Trophy team, and they will do just as well or just as badly. There's not going to be much difference. The real thing comes in the bowling and the batting. So, unlike football, which is played between 11 players on either side, cricket is played between one player from one side and one player from another side. And that puts it on a completely different footing altogether. So uh, you can't compare it to football and hockey and stuff like that. If you were the bidder, how would you bid? Oh, I have no idea at all. I mean, it would depend on my need. Uh, I would start with wanting to have six big hitters in the side. Because in a T20 game, that's what wins you matches. And I would want to have four guys who can, even if they're not wicket takers, who can keep the run rate down. And obviously, I would want one wicket keeper. Now, if I were to bid for six bats, I would have in mind six guys whom I want in the side. But then those are the very same six guys that others want also. So their price goes up rather more than it should, if you ask me. Uh, what I would do is that I would look at how old they are. I would make sure that if anybody is, uh, you know, crossing 32 or 33, I would not bid more than uh, about some minimum amount. Don't forget, this is a game which requires a maximum amount of hand-eye coordination in the shortest possible time, quarter of a second or less than quarter of a second for the batsman. And as you grow older, that coordination disappears. And you can see it in the case of so many players this time, uh, guys who are over 35, they've simply not performed. Uh, and these are guys who five years ago were performing fabulously well. So age has a very direct bearing on how much I would bid for a player. That's pretty interesting because then uh, these high-priced players like Dhoni, Kohli, etc. would not be on your, I mean, would be price pretty low by you by this reckoning. No, you're putting it the wrong way. Uh, I would not increase the price of players above the age of 32 or 33. That's what I mean. Maybe 35 if you want to stretch the point a bit. But I certainly think that, uh, you know, when you reach 35, 
you're not going to be able to play the way you were playing when you were 30 or 25. So then look at this IPL. Look at the number of guys, the kids who played so fabulously well. You've not heard of them. I mean, most people haven't. I mean, if you call Ranji Trophy, you do. But uh, look at how well they play. This is a young person's game. It's not meant for oldies. Oldies fetch the prices they do because of the marquee thing. You know, oh, I've got this guy in my side. I've got that guy in my side. And look how good I am. Far more is made of experience than it ought to be because, look, you're playing 20 overs. The experience, what's it going to do beyond a point? The experience has to be with the bowler. He's the one who has to know how to bowl. It has to be with the batsman how to get out of a tight spot. The rest of the guys really handling the side and all that really, there's nothing very much to it. Anybody can do it. Thank you, TCA. As always, very uh, interesting talking to you.